So I'm so glad to be around. I'm so glad to be here. What a privilege, what an honor actually to be here. Oh my goodness, God is so good. And that's actually the theme of, of the message I will preach on today. God is good. And um, I send greetings from the church, greetings from my wife, Caroline, greetings from the team there, greetings from people all around the world, actually, who told me to say hi, people from Mauritius who texted me, people from France also, people from all over. When I visit Morocco last time, I was in Morocco like two weeks ago, actually what was in the desert, uh, watching the sunrise, that was awesome. <laughs> and um, so those people there too told me to to say hi to you guys. So you have all those welcomes and, and greetings from those people around the world. So God is good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, how to start this? Uh, let's read Amos. <laughs> That's not kind of the prophet that I would like to read, right? Um but it's good to take coffee with Amos sometimes and <laughs> share time with the word of the Lord. So Amos chapter 5 verse 14 says, Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Then the Lord God Almighty will be with you just as you say he is. Amen. God, I want to thank you for your word. Yes, I want to thank you for who you are. <laughs> I'm so glad to be in your presence, to be gathered together, and to worship you. We are like Mary at your feet, and we want you to speak to us. And we want to know you more, know you more. Not in our knowledge or intelligence, but in our heart. Speak the language of the heart this morning. Mm. You are love. You are good. You are holy. You are worthy. Amen. I'm, I'll stop praying here because we can go <laughs> on and on. Oh, my goodness. So uh, I will stay a little bit in my notes because I don't want to be too long. I also want to have a time of ministering with you guys and, and, and listening to God. And um, hmm, God has already spoken, actually. So I've traveled a lot lately, as you've heard, and I've seen many things in front of my eyes. My overall impression uh, of what I've seen so far is that God is good. Uh, I've been in Morocco, I told you that, there were young leaders there, actually leaders from all over Africa coming in Morocco to uh, learn because there are big universities there, and what happened is that they come together from different cultures of churches, and they have to get aligned according to God's culture, <laughs> not to be offended by this or that that they can see. Some of them in the in the churches they don't have women ministry. Some of them they, the, the 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 women will be veiled, others unveiled, and things like that. You know, little tiny things that is contextual in their church. And now they come together and worship God together, and has to put aside all those assumptions and, and be aligned in the kingdom value. So I, I'm seeing those young people getting to know Jesus more and more. And I'm part of that. The reason I'm sharing that is that I want Pastor Joe to come to Morocco with me next time. <laughs> 
Because uh, if we are able to have an impact there, those guys, those young people will be the, the future presidents and ministers in their country back home. And uh, the kingdom values are really important for them to understand. Amen? So, as I'm telling you that, I'm, I'm thankful about what I see the Lord do in the nations. I, I get to see that. I'm like blessed and privileged. <laughs> oh, goodness, there's something that, um, that's very um, laughable. When we saw the, the, the sun rising in the desert, somebody put like the Lion King beginnings <laughs> music. <laughs> that was so. I was like, God, I'm there watching the sun rise. And after this, I was in Paris for some days and then I, I went to Nashville. It was like, you guys, you have to know that God is good. And we are privileged in his presence. We are all actually people of the kingdom, right? And we have a God who is good. In a corrupted society, the Lord asked a farmer to become his voice and to warn the people. So Amos was this guy. God asked them to seek good, not evil, so that they may live. Life, you see, is given to those who seek good. <laughs> because the immortal being <laughs> to whom belongs eternal life is good. That's his nature. God is good. When you seek good, you find God. Amen? And when you seek God, you find good. <laughs> you are godly when you do good, isn't it? So there is also Jesus the Bible says that he was traveling around proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. You see, the gospel, the good news, the gospel is not a message. It's not just a message. It's not just a news. It's not just a piece of information. It is a good news, a good message. It is a good conversation that the Lord wants to have with us. In Galatians 6.15, Paul will say, Neither circumcision or uncircumcision means anything. What counts is a new creation. Peace and mercy. You see the, the word mercy here in French is good, bonté. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, even to the Israel of God. Amen? I'm speaking of the goodness of the Lord. <laughs> and the synonyms for goodness in the Bible we have mercy, kindness. What do we have else? Compassion. Tenderness. Even his love, right? Grace. In French, I mean, I like, I like French. So, <laughs> les bontés. Les miséricordes. Um, what is interesting about God, actually, when you, you go into countries, into nations, you will find that good is associated with God in the language. When you say God, you cannot dissociate good from God. In Creole language, we have bon Dieu. In, in French, we have bon Dieu, like good God. It's linked. When you say God, you, you need to say good. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? The Bible recalls all the good deeds that the Lord does. From creation to revelation, 
We see a God of mercy and love, pursuing human beings in his goodness. He has plans of peace to prosper us and not to harm us. That's who he is. God is good. But man has chosen other ways. Hmm. But the Lord's intention, as from the beginning, was to prosper us. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Can you open your Bible there for a, for a minute? Genesis 1, 28. Look at the very first sentence of this. God created man. In his own image, right? And it says, what does it say? God? Can't hear you. That's who he is. That's our God. God blessed them. You see, evil and sin was not even in this picture at this point. The fall of man has not yet arrived, and God blessed them. That was the intention of the Lord, as from the creation of the world, to bless his creation, his creature. <laughs> that his creation, that humanity could be blessed. So let's read the rest and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So before sin, the, the, world, the word that is you subdue it. it after, after sin, after the fall, subdue became like a domination kind of thing. When we dominate on the weakest the strong will dominate right but that that was not the point it was not to dominate with power and 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 like enslaving others no that was not it it was to rule to reign right and uh so after sin came into the world it had this wrong and twisted idea of, of the plan of, of the lord for us Ugh. As human, men turned good into bad, and bad into good. The kingdom of darkness, division and dominion and domination. All Christians now are able to live through Christ, who will, who will actually say, the kingdom of God is in us, right? So we are the extension of the hand of God where we are. And we are ruling in Christ, right? We reign in Him. God has a plan. He has a purpose for each one of us. When we simply obey, He reveals Himself more and more and unveils His projects. For the Lord has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Do you know why? Because God is good. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, God is good. When I was 18, I prayed for the Lord to provide for my studies. Still remember that in Mauritius, 
I was praying and had this plan to go to Réunion Island, which is a French territory. That's where I met Caroline, my wife. And uh, I received this prophecy in this uh, prayer time, in this um, group meeting. Uh, it was a, a house meeting at this point. Uh, and the prophecy said, I will take good charge of you. I will take good charge of you. I'm translating literally. I hope you understand what it means. Je prendrai en charge. And then, oh my goodness, it all happened. There was something else with this. I uh, wrote it down, but it was something else. It's, God said, I will take good charge of you, and I'll, I'll be with you in all your tours. At this point, I didn't understand this kind of tours that I will be into. I just took the part that <laughs> I was, you know, for the moment. And... I went to study. I've seen through miracles how the Lord um, brought me there and, and provided for me. You wouldn't even imagine what the Lord has done for me. Uh, I remember when I was um, quite alone sometimes. I didn't have um, lots. And, and I was praying to go to Mauritius, to my family, and asking the Lord, I want to see my family. They were, you know, when you do studies, you go abroad and then you can't see your family. And, and I didn't have those kind of finances. I remember, and it happened several times, at several occasions, somebody in the church on Sunday came to me and said, I had a dream, the Lord telling me to give you this envelope. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I was praying about that. <laughs> and I could fly and, and meet my family. And there was uh, many other things uh, I can only tell in French. So, <laughs> but you see, we are privileged as children of God. And sometimes we take things for granted. Or we don't realize how we are in, his, in, the, in the presence of the creator of all things that knows everything about us and that has purposed some wonderful design for us to go into. Oh, and we, we are so focused on many other things. I want to say, I want to say something. It's not about you. It's about him. He is good. He's faithful. Amen? So he has a plan. It's not about, he has a plan. That will be fulfilled. Amen? He is good. But sometimes we are in dark places, in the wilderness, in the valley, in the low spots, and we can't see the goodness of the Lord. That was the case for the people of Jerusalem, being scattered in deportation and desolation. Lamentation recalls the word of a city, of a country in despair. Uh, so Lamentation 3 Oh, the prophet here, we say, verse 18, So I say, my splendor is gone, and all that I had hoped from the Lord. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. And, the gall. and look what he said. I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. 
Sometimes we are in those zones, right? Where all, everything is falling apart. In those desolations around us. And we are surrounded by darkness. We can't even see through one hour. Hmm. At a point, I came to a place of desolation myself. I was married. It was two years already. And I was like, actually, I, I was like on a platform. I felt like I was on a platform, you know, and I, mess, I missed the train. The train just left. And I was just there. Like, what about me? What about my destiny? What about my life? What do you want me to do, God? And I was... Um, Dying spiritually. You see, some years ago in Reunion Island, when I was uh, over there for studies, I received from the Lord the call for ministry. And I was with those pastors for three years in this school of pastoral um, uh, teachings and things like that. And then I was in Lyon some years after this. And I couldn't see. My friends were already pastors, accomplishing the good works that the Lord has set before them. I was like, what about me? <laughs> Have you ever felt that? Yeah. What about me? <laughs> I was in Lyon with Caroline. Hopefully she was there. Praise God. And it, but it was a dry season in my life. And I had this impression of having missed the target, you know. In fact, we've just left our family, um, our, our, our church family. We were passing through this difficult time. We grew up in a, in a kind of well-known church. I won't say the name. And uh, now in France, we just left this church family I was not in ministry. We were far from everybody we once knew. And I was asking the Lord, why have you called us in France? <laughs> Lord, why are we here? I don't understand. And sometimes we're like that. We don't understand. Oh. And look where I'm now. <laughs> but at this point, I was feeling like a nobody. Because all the people I knew was accomplishing something great. My friends, they were already pastors. Uh, they were doing great things. It was like, God, what of me? But you see, it was in that kind of environment, that kind of school, that I had to pass through. I had to go through the valley. And know that even... I, when I was in the valley, he was by my side. Amen. Because God is good. good. And what did he say, actually? Verse 22. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great in your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore... I will wait for him. Yes. The Lord is good to those who hope he, whose hope is in him and to the one who seeks him. Amen? Amen. In French, it goes like, Les bontés de l'éternel se renouvellent chaque matin. The, 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 
The kindness of the Lord renews every morning. So I had to be deprogrammed and reprogrammed. <laughs> I was so used to the culture of the type of the church where I was in and growing. And the Lord wanted me to understand the culture of the kingdom. So Caroline and I, we joined the Union of Revival uh, Movement. And I'm still in this. Some years after that, I was called on staff in a church in Paris with a wonderful man of God. Praise God. And through this process, I got invited to this pastor's meeting, and I got to meet Janice and Joe. That'll tell you. <laughs> you are and I was your interpreter, yeah. <laughs> in Limonest, some 10 years ago. And that's the middle of France. <laughs> Actually, I came to an area of freedom pertaining to a feeling of rejection that was there since my tender age. And those spiritual, spiritual father and mother introduced me to freedom prayer. God brought those spiritual parents into my life. Why? Because God is good. <laughs> That's who he is. Hmm. He was taking his time to bring me to this maturity point. He was nurturing me at his feet, building me up so that I become this minister not only to France but to the world. When I was younger, I underwent something very tragic, actually, uh, traumatizing for me. It was a, a stage where I was abused by a person in, in power. And since then, I had this feeling of rejection pretty much in every area I was. I kind of felt rejected or I will kind of think this way. But I thank God. I thank God for Janice. I thank God for Joe. Thank you. Because God is good. He brought you into my life. And I could get free of, of, of those kind of feelings that were gripping my heart and was not enabling me to be in the ministry the Lord has purposed for me. You see, when you are in this point of despair, sometimes you would let God's hand and go your way. Don't do that. Do not do that. Because God has a plan for you. Amen? He has a purpose for you. So sometimes you feel you are nowhere, but actually God is good. <laughs> he has not changed and he wants to bring you somewhere. Tell your neighbor, God wants to bring me somewhere. <laughs> After 400 years of slavery, the people of Israel got free. <laughs> Amen? And they were led into this country. The promised land. After 40 years in the wilderness, the new generation of God's chosen people got to enter the promised land. After 70 years of deportation, this broken nation returned in his land. After 1,900 years, the Jews got back in their country, Israel. Because God is good. He's a good God. You see, the good news, 
The gospel, the good news is simple and powerful. Not simplistic. Simple, but powerful. Indulge me a moment. Let's look in Matthew chapter 17. Verse 24. <laughs> a very practical thing. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house of Jesus, so Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? he asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own sons or from others? So he had to pay the tax of the temple. And Jesus is the high priest, right? He is a prince. So in this time, the, the princes, the, the people in um, high places didn't pay the tax. And, and, and priests didn't pay taxes. So Jesus is like, so who, 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 who am I? Am I not a son? Am I not someone who belongs? Am I not the one that won't pay? Who do you think I am? <laughs> and um, so is it for, from their own sons or from others? So is this tax for the sons or from those who are foreigners to the temple, foreigners to all those kind of things. And Peter will answer, but it's for others. It's not for the sons, not for royalty. It's not for priesthood. Then the sons are exempt, Jesus said to him, but so that we may not offend them. <laughs> I like that. So that we may not be a stumbling block for them. Right? Go to the lake and throughout your line. So, at this point, I have to ask you, what was Peter's job? What was his occupation? What was his professional, like, kind of, uh, you know, strength? He was a fisherman. Jesus could have done, like, <laughs> close his hand, open his hand, and there it was. The, the, the money is there. But he sent Peter to fish. So the Lord is sending us to go into our competence, into our abilities, into what is practical for us, right? Sometimes we're like, God, we just want to pray and see the money falling down from the sky. <laughs> kind of those people, right? <laughs> but the good news is simple but powerful. Mm. In his immediate capacity... What Peter was good at. So God is sending us in his field, in the field that we are good at. <laughs> and see what happens next. The supernatural. In the simplicity. In, in the competence, in the what we are able to. There is the supernatural. But we need to do this step of faith, right? We don't understand everything. But we need to go where the Lord tells us to go. Amen? Let's conclude before praying. Psalms 105 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving 
and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his loving devotion endures forever. His faithfulness continues to all generations. 1 Chronicles 16.34 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. <laughs> His loving devotion endures forever. So when the ark was brought into the temple, the priests sounded the, the trumpets. The Bible says the trumpeters and the singers join in unison as one voice to give praise and thanks to the Lord. In 2 Chronicles 5.13 Accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and other instruments, they raised their voices in praise to the Lord and sang, He is good. His love endures forever. And the Bible says, Then the temple of the Lord was filled with a cloud, and the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The goodness of the Lord endures forever. Forever. Endeavor. So in this place where he is living forever, because God is beyond time, <laughs> he is good. And if we can only understand this, us, the body, us, the temple, will be filled, you know, by the cloud of glory. By His presence. By His Holy Spirit. When we recognize His nature. His character. When we praise His goodness. When we align our heart to the Lord. There is a sweet presence of God. Who comes from the throne room. And spread all through. From the inside out. And um, Romans 12.2 tells us about the renewal of the mind. But why should we renew our mind? Why? In order to get aligned, actually. Then we will be able to test and approve what's God's will. That is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. We do not conform to the pattern of the world, but we are transforming the reigning of the mind. That is a word metanoia, which is repentance. You see, when we align our heart to the heart of the Lord, we actually, we are in His will. And His will is what is pleasing, what is good. Amen? What is perfect. Jesus died for you and me on the cross. To show us God's love and mercy. Hmm. God so loved the world. Remember in Genesis. God so loved his creation. He blessed them. That's who we are serving right now. That's a, lo that's a God of love. All my, the point of my message today is to, that we may have an encounter with a God who is good. Man, the Lord is good. His love endures forever. Can I ask the worship team to come, please? His kindness nature is expressed in his loving nature. He died for you and me.
Psalms 106 verse 1 say, Give thanks to the Lord for his good, his love and dues forever. I wish by the end of this service everybody could have that on, on their tongue. His love and dues forever. For he is good. Are you ready to have an encounter with this Lord, this God who is good? We've been reminded of many things today. But the one thing that the Lord wants to sow into our heart is how much He's good. As I was preparing, I received this psalm that I want to read. Psalm 33. And I believe it's for many of you here. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise Him. Praise the Lord with the harps. Make music to Him on the ten-stringed lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord, where the heavens made, their starry hosts by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jaws. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord foiled foils the plans of the nation and towards the purposes of the people. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all, all mankind from his dwelling place, he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. Mm. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice and we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Maybe you are in a time of famine. Maybe you are in a time of despair. Maybe you are in a time where you can't see through. But know that the Lord is good. He is. He is good. 